0: Welcome to Don't Quit Your Day Job. I'm your host, and one of your hosts. Oh, you're the host. No, we're both hosts. I'm Kirsten Alberts,
1: and I'm your uh, resident guest, <laughs> Ryan Lawson.
0: You're the continuous guest on this podcast. Yeah, just the with same the here. star Kirsten <laughs> Alberts.
1: <laughs> I see. This whole product was about <laughs> you, and it's now. Coming to light as yeah. soon as we start recording. It's too late. You're already in it. Yeah. You're in
0: it deep. So I'm Kirsten Alberts. I'm a comedian aspiring comedian. Comedian,
1: comma, aspiring. Co- comma, <laughs> it's very official.
0: Comma aspiring comedian, comma, pussy. And this is
1: Ryan Lawson, music producer slash DJ, comma aspiring, as well as also pussy.
0: And my day job is a barista in Baker in Manhattan.
1: And mine is a, a s- software consulting world he's, man. He's, ba- <laughs>
0: he's basically Chandler from Friends. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nobody knows what I do. I don't even know how to explain what I do. Yeah, yeah. And I have an alcohol and pill problem. No, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: Meaning to talk to you about uh, that. Yeah. Uh,
1: good time for it. You don't necessarily hate yours, but I do.
0: <laughs> Should you say that? No. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll cut no,
1: out. I mean, I, I can. I can talk about how much I hate my job. I don't care. Okay. The more honest, the better.
0: Yeah, I mean, my job is fun. I work with some really great people, and my boss is like, it's kind of like working with like a, a brother slash frat boy. We have a lot of really cool customers, and I've gotten in trouble several times for... Trying to run jokes Yeah In the heat of the moment I'll make a joke An off-color joke And take the risk of my job for a laugh Which just shows you how much I really want this How dedicated you are How dedicated I am
1: Hey SNL, if you're listening (laughs) Listen to how dedicated she is
0: I say inappropriate things to paying customers Because I want this so bad, SNL (laughs) You would be a fool not to hire me (laughs) why do you hate your job
1: oh yeah i mean it's just uh it's just really uh can be stressful and intense and it's just i'm in a function of like it's it's customer service it's glorified like just really glorified customer service stuff but with you know tons of like money on the line and like people care too much for fucking software implementations and it's just not a very chill thing. And yeah. I I I'm more of a chill guy or yeah. want to be. Yeah. Um so it's just yeah, not ins- not particularly inspiring. Not passionate about it. Don't want to do it every day that I have to.
0: <laughs> Why did you end up seeking out jobs like this? Money money yeah
1: golden handcuffs baby exhibit a and i knew i've i knew i told myself i would kind of avoid it but it was really just kind of inevitable yeah yeah
0: well i just want to thank you for all of your money <laughs> yeah. so i can work you're at like a i coffee love <laughs>
1: i love that you hate your job and have put golden handcuffs on yourself because i'm reaping all the benefits <laughs>
0: if you don't know or have a figured out this far into the conversation i probably should have said ryan and i are boyfriend and girlfriend oh yeah and we live together
1: yeah we cohabitate yeah we're serious so you and know, she takes all my fucking money
0: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he pays l- a little bit more for groceries than me by sometimes i mean every time <laughs> but you know i bring him home free coffee and it's yeah. it's you know fucking tight coffee so that that evens out so if you hate your job this is the podcast yeah for you to listen that's,
1: to. that's our hook that's we're our hope, hook like look if you fucking hate working and you want to do <laughs> something other than your fucking job that you have we're the podcast for you we should have a, a billion streams after the first episode
0: i mean it's a great hook everyone hates their job and after listening to this you'll hate us yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about why we wanted to create this podcast. Why
1: don't you s- start with the explanation, <laughs> star of the show?
0: Okay. So the idea behind this podcast is that not just you and me. Whereas I want to be a comedian and you want to be a music producer and DJ, but everybody has something that they would rather be doing than the job that they have. And that's what this podcast was inspired by. It's about trying to inspire people and give ourselves inspiration to do the things that we love the most Instead of feeling like it's never going to happen, this podcast is about talking through the things we've done each week to try and excel in our talents and talking about the struggles that we face with our day jobs. And the ultimate goal of this podcast is to end with us no longer having to have our actual day jobs. Yeah. And we also want people listening to have that inspiration and have them listen to feel inspired to go and do the same things for yeah. themselves while but, we maybe entertain you a little bit. Yeah, ideally. talk <laughs> openly about how much we hate ourselves and why we can't find it in us to reach our dreams and why we probably never will quit our day <laughs> jobs. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, it, you know, in fact, in the end, it may just turn... Uh, out to be a spectacle that everyone laughs laughs at because of how pathetic we are while they go and achieve their dreams on their own motivation and volition (laughs) while they just watch us fucking not able to tread water and be like, we're inspiring you guys with how difficult this is for us.
0: You know what? I bet people are going to listen and go, this podcast is so bad, I could do something way better than this. (laughs) And if we can do that for you, then we have done our job.
1: Maybe if they didn't spend their energy on this shitty podcast, they'd actually become (laughs) a comic and a music You know what? What
0: are you even doing? Listening to this?
1: Yeah. Why are you wasting your time? You're wasting
0: your time. Listening to this go Not achieve achieving your dreams. your dreams yeah okay <sighs> the first segment that we have is called fuck it we'll do it live all right so all right, it's a good yeah i feel like listeners gotten to know us a, a teeny bit
1: yeah probably more than they've cared to yeah fair enough there's gonna be lots of that lots of cutting each, uh, ourselves down and self-deprecating so that people yeah. can't actually hurt us I yeah promise. you
0: can't hurt us unless we end up having a little bit of success and feel good about ourselves yeah. so if that happens you could probably yeah so bring please us back shut, down. shut your fucking
1: mouth <laughs> let's just we need this let's so. just give up
0: because that way we can't get hurt at all yeah which is ultimately the reason why we don't try in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Because we are fucking scared.
1: That was a lesson in, in suits that we had played. <laughs> I
0: don't yeah. want anyone to
1: think I watched that show.
0: We, we've we been watching suits. No, no,
1: not we. You've been watching it and had it on, and I was like, what? You were
0: getting into it, though, yeah. and actually wanted to watch the ending of I the had last to actively
1: episode. like make myself stop because I was not happy. Because you
0: were loving it so much. Not
1: loving, but just like enough into what was happening.
0: Yeah, that's you liked it. Anyways, I was watching the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry documentary and that made me like want to watch Suits and see like what her acting was like and like now I'm like getting
1: into it. Full blown suits fanboy. Yeah. Gonna go to a suits fucking Comic Con. I mean it's (laughs) really it's a
0: it's a nice, easy thing to have on in the background and like piece together if you're not paying attention. So
1: Yeah. It's pretty ham fisted overall yeah some funny lines anyway we don't there is to get- some funny
0: lines anyways
1: that's my bad <laughs>
0: okay so first segment that we do on this podcast is called fuck it we'll do it live and this is where we cover a personal quitting story and i found one that i thought would be good for the first episode online but we also want people who are listening if they have a really good quitting story to submit that to us too and yeah. you can do that at don't quit your podcast.
1: I'm <laughs> to a great start already. You can
0: submit your stories at don't at gmail.com. So this personal quitting story. Ooh, I'm excited. Up. Ryan has not heard the story. So he is hearing it for the first time.
1: Let's get let's, let's get into this bad boy.
0: Okay. I used to work at a Target and I was slowly becoming fed up with the manager in Home Goods as she enjoyed bossing me from my position, which was garden center employee, into her department to tidy up stuff and then yell at me when she received complaints for me looking grubby and grungy. This was the same manager who would put me on the schedule for Sunday at 5 a.m. to help with ad pricing and setup, which was not my department. I explained to her numerous times to stop bossing me around and to ask my department manager if she needed my help in the store so badly. She refused and said it was not her problem to ask permission of my boss to borrow me, even if I was on a project, i.e. moving a pallet of bags of soil, getting coated in dirt, and such. I waited until one of the busiest days of the summer, the end of summer sale, tons of markdowns and whatnot, made sure I was the only one set to be in the garden center that morning, Supposed to go into work at 8 a.m. and we opened at 8.30. So I would have had about 30 minutes to get all the plant racks out the front. And move all the watering stuff, etc. out of the way of customers. This female manager calls my radio and wants me to help her with her stuff. She got up and began yelling at me when I explained I was sick of her treating me like her personal slave. And I quit. I found another job and I do not need this one at all. She followed me out of the store telling other employees that I was not a team player and the kind of person Target does not need to be associated with. She followed me out to my car yelling and asking me, what is your problem? I calmly explained again, I do not wish to be employed by a company that allows someone like you to reap the rewards of doing nothing whilst earning more than me and obtaining better benefits. Please leave me alone before I call the police and press charges for harassment. She was still not taken back by this and continued to rant, and stand behind my car calling the store's GM to find out what to do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Someone's quitting, what do I do? How do I stop them so I can keep belittling them? (laughs) You can't quit on me.
0: So at this point she was detaining me in the public lot. I (laughs) called, I called that bitch over. (laughs) Am I being detained? I called the police and explained that I had quit my position and the manager was blocking my vehicle from leaving the location. The female manager finally went inside when she saw the cop's car show up and the the store's GM had arrived as well. The female manager was apparently fired shortly later that day after going on a tirade about how I was the worst and lauding my decision as an attack and affront to her. One of my friends, who she also picked on, refused to leave his electronics counter to assist in her zone, and she wound up having to do actual work and snapped or something and got fired by the GM. The garden department was fucked all day, as was all the work she was supposed to get done, as everyone refused to listen to her. Too long, didn't read. Bossy slave driving manager lady blows a gasket and won't let me leave the store's parking lot over me quitting, then proceeded to go nuts and take her vengeance out on another employee who finally began standing up to her and basically forced her to do her own work. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. I love, (laughs) it's funny to me how like frivolous and just stupid and small. It usually like revolves around. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I mean, it's people with power trips who are just so lame that like, I think like that's why they go on their power trips because they're like, I'm just a department manager in Target and I have nothing to feel good about myself, (laughs) so I'm gonna boss around like teenagers.
0: That manager should listen to this podcast. Yeah, we could help her figure out what she really wants to do so she's not such a bitch. Yeah, (laughs) you know,
1: love yourself. Oh, I'm sure she's smashing that subscribe button right now. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I do. I think it's funny that. Uh, The person who wrote this kept referring to the manager as female.
1: I I was going to say that Uh in the middle of you reading it. I was like... Is it important to know that the manager's female? Yeah.
0: What's the subtext behind that? I don't know. Let's get extreme left.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. This podcast actually we're sh- gotcha. We're
1: we're sh- woke left. We're the
0: woke left. Just <laughs> kidding. We're far right. Yeah.
1: No, we're the we're the perfect balance of both, which is scumbag left. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: We got a little bit of everything in us, look. Yeah. We're We're a
1: jubilee of uh, progressive, raunchy values, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel like we have something to offer even a racist.
1: (laughs) That's not what she meant to say.
0: (laughs) what i mean by that is that we'll probably say something that's really offensive about you know forget to cut it out of the final edit yeah Yeah. that's all
1: (laughs) yeah we're just (laughs) we're hedging against mistakes right now i mean i guess just just a button on that i feel like that is it probably was way more dramatic than the story had like made it out to be so it's it's good, but not, like, shitting on a desk on the way out good, you know?
0: Do you have a good quitting
1: story? No, no. I'm too chicken shit to have a... Or, or I, I don't think I've... I've not been, thankfully, in a position, which I read about all the time, these kinds of situations like this story you just read. Thankfully, I have ne- I don't feel like I've ever been forced to that point of, yeah. like, a serious breaking point where thing, something just comes to a head and it, like turns into this huge thing. Yeah. So that's probably why.
0: You did tell me that story where you got taunted at at work at uh what was it, Big Five?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I was sorta just kinda like being like kinda picked on by like approaching middle aged women who worked at a Why are
0: you mentioning that they're women?
1: Cause I'm a misogynist Is incel. Is that
0: important to the story? It's
1: important because women suck. No
0: sex tonight. I don't want it from a
1: <laughs> dumb bitch. Anyway. liar. Uh, I'll just listen to my Jordan Peterson audiobooks while you don't fuck me tonight. <laughs>
0: We just finished watching, this is just a side tangent, we just finished watching Stutz and I've literally been telling everyone I know to watch it, Yeah. but it's one of the things that's been driving me through each day is the things that I learned from watching that documentary and so we've been prepping for this podcast for probably like half a year and we worked on that song for several months because Ryan... Produces music but had never worked on jazz before have you no so I mean maybe you can tell just by listening to it yeah we'll (laughs) talk about it yeah we'll talk about it for me quitting has always been a scenario where if I have to quit I just cry and when I get fired I cry so I mean pretty much anything Mm -hmm. that happens in my life I cry cry. yeah I am the baby of the family I'm the youngest of four you're
1: conditioned to cry
0: I've been in therapy my whole adult life and I've never learned how not to cry with every response.
1: I have a lot of that in me. Yeah.
0: You think you cry a lot?
1: Not real. Not nowadays, but as a kid and everything, I was always like, yeah, hypersensitive. Yeah. Cried a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ryan the Crying Lion. That was a moniker.
0: Someone call you that? Yeah. Yeah like kids or your yeah. stepdad yeah <laughs> No. i seriously at first thought he, oh that was your stepdad he
1: he wasn't one for like poetic uh fucking little alliterative uh, things like that it would his be like, would
0: just be like ryan the, you dumb fuck
1: yeah ryan you, you gay little bitch who plays with <laughs> dolls Ugh, yeah.
0: yeah that sounds more like him if you have any quitting stories that you would Love to share with us. You can send it to don'tquitpod at gmail dot com, and uh, you'll hear it here. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah,
1: and we'll we'll judge how you quit. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll judge your boss, the whole situation. Yeah, we may be on your side, we may not be.
0: Yeah, that's the fun of it. Controversy. You dude. never know if we're gonna take your side or not.
1: Yeah, we're fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair and balanced.
1: Yeah, Fox News. <laughs>
0: Still don't know which side we're on. Yeah. Keep you guessing. I love
1: Tucker Carlson. But <laughs> <laughs> splicing clips of Tucker Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> just non sequitur. Just like, <laughs> fuck it. <What? laughs> Whites are becoming fewer of the, the population. Is that good or bad? <laughs> Face that looks like he just smelled rotten mayonnaise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> next is our segment called the dream catcher segment and this is where we talk about what we've done in music and comedy this week and the challenges <laughs> that we <we've> faced <laughs> what should
1: we should it be called the dream catcher segment then or like dream slippy through your fingers <laughs> <laughs>
0: The uh, Slippery Slope we, segment. Yeah,
1: yeah, how do we how do we continue to fail at our dreams this week? <laughs>
0: the dream... dream, am uh, trying to be clever with this. Nah,
1: that's alright. You don't have to try to one-up <laughs> me.
0: Fuck off. doesn't have to be a whole bit. Alright, that's could be, fine.
1: It could, be a, it could just be a... Yeah, I'll let you
0: come out on top. That's yeah. fine. I mean, you are the star, I'll just cut so... You out. Yeah, I have
1: a lot of have lot, a lot of shit to prove, dude. I got a chip on my shoulder being the the resident guest.
0: <laughs> Babe, if you play your cards right, you won't be resident anymore. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'll promote you.
1: Okay. Promote me to s- s- assistant star. Yeah. <laughs> assistant to the star. Assistant the
0: to the to the star. Okay, so this week in music and comedy, hmm. this is the beginning of the year twenty twenty three. And my goal was to work on this bit that I had started about a month ago and go up and run it last week. And I spent several days, me and Ryan were kind of writing together and spitballing and was like, all right, I just need to memorize and go up and run it at a mic and the days kept passing and hell's marathons kept happening hell's kitchen marathons kept kept happening and i didn't go up and i know it's because i'm scared and a little bit of history i started in 2012 and i had been doing it for eight years until the pandemic i moved out to new york right before the pandemic and when the pandemic hit i didn't go up at all I did a couple online shows and then as people were starting to go back out in public I booked a show and performed and thought maybe I'd start to gear up to start performing regularly again and I've just been really struggling because I have stage fright and when you stop doing it, that fear starts to grow. And then the battle between performances is a lot stronger. So I've really just been dealing with being in a new state where I don't know any comedians and don't know how to get booked on shows and having to go to open mics that I just haven't been able to push myself to do. And, you know, I felt like really shitty about Recording this first episode and not having anything to bring to it yeah. to show how badly I want this. But I thought that would be a good thing to explore during it's this. It's
1: relatable not getting around to doing what you need to do. You yeah. Know? So.
0: I mean, it's it. I feel shame. I'm embarrassed. I just don't believe in myself enough. And. Whoa, too real. It's yeah, <laughs> just gonna... it's getting deep. And it's why why I want to do the podcast, because I feel like it'll hold me accountable and it'll help get me to go do that first mic that I didn't do before the podcast started. And, uh, you know, it'll start to build it'll
1: it'll, it'll snowball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I hope that this is relatable to other people who have something or did have something that they were going to do and then chickened out at the last minute. And it's like maybe there's some people listening to this going like, well, you obviously don't want it bad enough. And that's fine, too you know I can't really argue with that because that's what it looks like but I want people who are in the same position as me to know that you know you're not alone when it comes to like facing that initial first hump and I'm gonna come back next week having gone up and I'm gonna talk about how bad it went yeah (laughs) yeah and it's gonna
1: be way funnier for the podcast yeah hey no, fuck no whatever you're right
0: you're right this is uh i shouldn't be a comedian you're right
1: like, no, you're no 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 look, look it's low-hanging fruit for me to just make that joke so yeah you're I'm right that was it. too
0: easy you're yeah. not funny that's
1: why i'm not trying to be a comedian well, yeah.
0: Ryan actually was a comedian. I mean, he did stand up for several years before he stopped. So he's a big fucking chicken shit, too.
1: Yeah, huge. Yeah. Massive chicken shit. I've been
0: pushing him to go up.
1: I made and each giant. time he's
0: like, okay. And then, and then I, I'm like, all right, let's go do it. And then he's like,
1: ah, what? Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. You never mentioned I, that. No, fuck off. I'll get up. I'll get up eventually. All right. Yeah.
0: Maybe if we gather enough listeners and they actually like you. And then they'll will be like they'll be like yeah dude i hope stage. i hope
1: it rips us apart because like well, most of our fan base is like Yo, ryan should be the comic kirsten oh. should fuck off <laughs> fuck. and then it's like oh shit you
0: know what it's gonna happen uh, and that's okay because well, you should be a comic because you are yeah. hilarious so mm, thanks how about you how was your music journey this week uh
1: it was not great. I did spend a little bit of time trying to do a first pass at mixing down the the podcast song. I also started watching like some master class thing on like a jazz mix engineer to try to like get inspiration and like get into a mindset. Yeah. And then I did that for a little bit. And then I was like, I need to like cleanse my audio palette and like kind of dabbled in a couple other projects so just got to spend a few weeks on music stuff, or a few hours on music stuff this week. Not nearly as much as I'd wanted to. Yeah. A lot of that, I think, has to do with just... It was a bizarre week. Just work was particularly bad. Sleep was not great this week. Yeah. Whatever. But I, one of the things I was thinking with the the podcast song is maybe it could be a cool sort of thing to see, like a progression of it like all right here's a first pass at it we use that yeah for the podcast and if and when i feel so inclined to go and like make improvements or edits or get it to more of where i want it to be like drafts can be like the new song like the next draft can be like the new song
0: you know what i really like about that is you know ryan's very perfectionistic
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that gives you permission to let go of this project as it is, right? And bring it back and start it over as something new, and not get like hung up on what's imperfect about it, even though like you don't have any experience. We can't wait a whole nother year to put this podcast out, right? So we right. put out what we're capable of, yeah. And then you know, it'll be like when you're watching fucking Full House, and like I don't know why Full House. <laughs> that just popped in my head but you know the opening credit as they get older they change the fucking smile on the hand facing the tv (laughs) yeah just like that yeah
1: yeah 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 Yeah, exactly Uh, you know this podcast song does not i don't think (laughs) i don't think it's representative of as much as i think i suck I don't think it's <laughs> uh, it's not representative of my talent or skills that I may have, so I have that to you find may have, that I may or may not that that may or may not exist yeah, within me. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Yeah. we're
0: gonna get to a point where you just say you do have, but yeah, uh, but, that's fine.
1: Anyway, so yeah, this I mean I've never jazz is too like big brain for me, let alone like mixing it and stuff. So yeah we'll see
0: it was cool though working on it with you because we watched a lot of different tutorials of people like mixing different jazz songs together and then we pulled a little bit from each video to try and like switch up the song and make it a little bit more and more and then it it ended up being like some kind of like swing in the beginning Mm -hmm. which like wasn't the initial intent (laughs) and
1: then we like doubled the bpm yeah and (laughs) And then it
0: became so much faster too it was cool working on a project with you and also like I was pretty amazed with because I used to be a musician up until freshman year of college I went to school for music for one semester and then dropped out and then I just haven't played since. so I was a percussionist and like it was nice having that background so that I could like try and dictate to you what I thought it needed, but it was really cool to be able to see you just do your magic with just me going, Oh, what about a little ting ting here? (laughs) You know, maybe you make a little boom boom there. Yeah. And then you're like, Done. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like,
1: he just farted into (laughs) those. He just farted,
0: and now it's a jazz song.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. It's one of those things where like, I know where it's like, oh, it's at a point. We just got to like go with it. I, I just, I feel like some more could be done with it. It's like, it's hard. I think especially for me with like, for example, like the brass stuff. It's like, I'm using uh, a, a virtual instrument. I already can't write or know how to like write or construct a full jazz arrangement. Yeah. But also trying, having the filter of getting anything to translate with a virtual instrument instead of like real people or really being able to play the instrument is yeah. another abstraction that adds difficulty into it.
0: Maybe one day this podcast will get so big we could hire a band. That's
1: what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Dude. We got.
0: <laughs> so let's not even put this podcast out until we get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's cool. become successful first, and then we'll release a batch of we'll like six thousand episodes. Our podcast. <laughs> This next segment is the taste testing segment. It's where both of us run respective pieces that we're working on. Oh, yeah.
1: This is going to be a fun one. This is
0: the one that we don't want to (laughs) do. I mean, we don't want to do any of it, but would you like to go first? How
1: about you go first? Because I have to like... Okay. I have to pull up my thing.
0: Okay. So the thing I'm going to run by you today or just talk to you about is this bit that I was going to run last week and then got too scared to because there's a joke in there about fudge packing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's not a great term, but it's, it is funny.
1: It's not really in vogue anymore.
0: Should I just read the joke and we'll talk about it? Mm-hmm. And you know what might be interesting is I'll record my set At the mic oh yeah we'll see how it goes yeah yeah
1: and uh, play play the audio from it
0: yeah so this is this will be cool We'll we'll see if I was able to do a nice workaround with this issue yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) here here's the joke that I'm planning to run when I was younger if someone was being aggressive or argumentative I would respond with my emotions by matching that like if a bully would say you're a fat loser I'd say something like, oh, yeah, well, you're gay. What's funny is we were both just yelling the truth at each other. I mean, I went home that day and packed a bunch of fudge into my mouth. And he went home and did the same thing, but with his tushy. (laughs) We're not so different after all. And then you close the book and kiss your kid goodnight. (laughs) Goodnight, sweetheart. (laughs) Sweet dreams. (laughs) Oh, fuck.
1: We worked on that thing for a while. We
0: worked on this wording for a while because the first draft was I went home and packed a bunch of fudge into my mouth. And then he went home and packed a bunch of fudge into his ass.
1: (laughs) Well, that was like the 99th draft when we got to the fudge packing. Yeah. Technically, it was like way different before that. It was was
0: way different because we were trying to find things that both of us. Yeah. Uh, a similarity between being fat and gay
1: yeah because at, at <clears> first <throat> it was just each thing was stand- it was like you went home and ate a family-sized bag of doritos yeah and then
0: he he went home
1: and I, well
0: i went home and cried while i ate a, a family-sized bag of doritos and then he went home and pretended to be straight to his family yeah and then
1: and I was like, all right, what's what's something we, that could apply to both? Yeah, that could be. And it was really difficult. It was really <laughs> we were,
0: difficult. We came up with Twinkies and we we're like, twink. Right? Yeah. You know, like, oh, but... that but then it like that didn't really the wording didn't make sense. And I didn't want to use the word twink, but yeah. I have still Sweat somehow Fudge Packer. somehow Fudge Packers <laughs> better. And, you know, I don't want it to be offensive I just want it to be funny and so that is the challenge and what's scary for me is I know what I find funny but I also get really scared about upsetting people and if you don't take that step to test it out then you'll never know and that's ultimately why I have such a problem getting there is because I just like not only do I not believe in myself but I'm also scared because of my sense of humor is very crass i I remember hearing i think it was eddie murphy who said it needs to be more funny than it is hurtful yeah and i mean maybe mostly like the woke left would disagree that like hurtful stuff isn't funny yeah but that is why there's comedy is because laughing at the pain is like how you end up getting through something yeah and uh, it's just inherently funny to me yeah. I don't know yeah. what do you think I don't want like a gay person listening to this and just being like oh like.
1: oh yeah for, right out of the gate come out and alienate the LGBTQ community I mean my favorite phrase is fudge packer. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not our favorite phrase it's just what we landed on as we were writing this it just trying happened, to tie in being fat and being, being gay being fat
0: and being gay and it's okay because I was am also uh, the butt of the joke. Yeah. But not his butt in right. the
1: joke. <laughs> he was doing the same thing, but in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just so love that so much.
0: The funniest way is the way that we decided not to do it, which yeah. was he went home and packed a bunch of fudge in his ass. Because it just sounds. <laughs> it sounds like it's more maybe a little more mean than funny for for my taste
1: yeah i don't think it it, i think it's i think it can easily be interpreted as mean even though to me what is so funny is like it really comes down to it's the parallel phrasing to a t up to just literally mouth and ass and fat and gay
0: and we're the same
1: and you're the same yeah yeah we're making fun
0: of each other but exactly the same yeah yeah so listen to the second episode and i'll play the recording of how it goes and we'll talk about it yeah yeah cool now it's your turn
1: all right i have so many projects and stuff that i do want to run by you but i guess i'll just go with one
0: well, let's talk about, I know you didn't specifically come out and say this. I know you want to create a Spotify account, but I've, I asked Ryan to send me a bunch of songs that he feels like are basically completed, but just missing something. So we could pick a song to put on a Spotify account for him. And so that's one of the challenges that he's working on right yeah. now is picking one of his songs and figuring out what it needs so that he can let it go and let people listen to it. Because because this is the perfectionistic part of him where he creates and creates and creates and then doesn't put much out there.
1: Right. Because it's not at a threshold that I think needs to be at before it's consumed or heard.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's just like listening to anybody grow as an artist. You know, you go back to fucking... Backstreet Boys' first album, and you <laughs> well, hear they see, how they were boys, and then you go to their last album, and yeah. you see, hear how they're men.
1: Oh God! See, oh, I'm not even. I'm not going to go into the specifics <laughs> of that. I stay on the point of it, but I will say, my that, that's my whole thing though. Is like, it takes years and years of like dedicated. Practice to get to a level of mastery where you're even at first album Backstreet Boys level. <laughs> and I am just not, I feel like I am sort of close to that, but it's like this infinite edging of like, oh, I just need that next breakthrough. Yeah. You know, yeah. I need to feel like I have that next breakthrough that takes me to the next level. Yeah. So that's the hesitation. It's not, you know. It's not like I never want anyone to hear my heart. I do. I just. I know. I want. I want to know that it is good enough, so that I don't care if people don't like it, and I don't yeah. care. You know, like yeah. it, it has to be a, a quality that I can stand behind, like Ramsey in the kitchen. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, how about you pick one song to share with us, and we'll talk about why you feel like it's not there yet
1: oh this is perfect because this is easy this i'm setting myself for an easy first one of these yeah because i do actually it is still to this day probably one of the things that came together the fastest and cleanest with the least grief and it was the most like free-flowing thing to end up as like sort of tight and clean as it as it is yeah which was felt like a breakthrough for me when i made it yeah and that was last february so oh my god so two years oh no two february so like almost two years ago Fuck. wow that's crazy
0: so that's like right before riley yeah
1: this i was working on this the that weekend that she was down in tucson yeah Oh, my God. And I, like, cranked through it. It was, like, a day or two of working on it. Riley's his ex-girlfriend, by the way. Yeah, for those who don't know.
0: Yeah. It's okay, Yeah, right? No, I mean, I don't mind bringing it
1: up. The timing is, like, coincidental with this. But, yeah. So, this was, like, the Friday and Saturday or whatever, like, before that Sunday that she, (laughs) oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, before
0: Valentine's Day. Where she broke it off. Before she broke it off And that was like right around the time That my heart got broken Yeah And that's when we came together So this song Is like a starting point Of our lives together Yeah
1: yeah, Kind
0: of In a way
1: In a way Yes In a way yes Yeah so beautiful So it's perfect It's the perfect track for this
0: Because it came together so easily Which is what happened with us Yeah 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 yeah. We're easy,
1: dude. We're easy.
0: Oh. I mean, I've always been easy. but Yeah, you
1: fucking slut. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I'll... Uh, I'm just going to get fucked up. real fast. I'll okay. Be, I'll be yeah, ready. I'll be right, right here just crazy. queuing up the thong. Before <laughs> you go get fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a competition on like a, a music sort of production slash competition platform that... They have various competitions, sometimes with like big names, sometimes not with very big names, and I just was like, "All right, it's a way to like practice stuff." And the guest was on this particular kind of competition for this week was Felix Cartal, who is a music producer and and DJ, a little lesser known, but he's really like it's really talented. I recognized his name, and it was like, "Oh, let's see what you know this competition's about." basically just gives a sample it was just like a vocal like chop sample yeah so I constructed everything you hear that's not like this woman's vocal and it was like a like nothing I would ever made I didn't really know as you know, I was experimenting with new like sounds and but the mixing was like on the fly coming together really well so yeah it's it's just like a minute long beat because that was a competition so it's yeah. just a minute long thing and okay. I'll talk about how like I can and maybe put this, make this into a full track. Okay. After. Yeah. So
0: Let's do it.
1: Here is nondescript beat competition submission number one. <laughs> Bada bing.
0: I loved it. Yeah.
1: So it's like a cute, fun little jam. Yeah. 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 So first of all, like I think arrangement wise, like I could make that into a full song kind of tough because it is really just a single vocal phrase. But, you know, like we've talked about, you don't necessarily need full blown like verses and choruses to make like a song. Yeah. But I think one sort of concern I had that I have to like suss out is like find out if I have to get that sample cleared if I wanted to flesh it out into like a even just a short like two and a half minute song where I can I can do some different stuff you know arrangement wise simple arrangement stuff to make it into a full song yeah make some sort of tweaks or whatever but I'd have to make sure that I'm not on the hook for a copyright infringement because it's a sample that doesn't belong to me necessarily and was part of this competition so okay. I might email Skio or even find like felix cartel's like management email and be like hey when you did this fucking competition thing two years ago and like just this was the little sample you gave for it like can i use that
0: can you also try to find like look up the competition like in your email or something when you or... submitted to the competition was there like rules and stuff
1: yeah i, I yeah I, i'd have to just go back and like probably yeah start there yeah and see if it mentions anything but i feel like i didn't have that answer and that's why i'm at this place of like i need to reach out to people yeah because i don't think it was evident from the rules or whatever
0: so maybe if this is the song you want to put up that's what you work on this week is reaching Uh, out to them
1: that makes sense yeah
0: you don't have anything holding you back from completely mixing the song
1: yeah yeah, that makes sense.
0: If you didn't have that restriction, what do you feel like it needs?
1: I mean, it just needs the arrangement needs to be flushed out because it's really just kind of like a sort of quick changing like every eight bars with like a new component. And I just have to kind of flush that out, copy that, just make it into a full like two and a half or three minute song. But yeah. but a lot of the heavy lifting is already done. So Yeah, okay. And then I'd have to just like do mix down and stuff but like i said i was mixing on the fly and it still sounds pretty tight mix wise
0: yeah yeah then i would say work on reaching out to those people this week yeah and see how far you get i also wonder if when you upload something to spotify if they're able to recognize a copyrighted song before it even goes yeah
1: they do they do yeah
0: so i mean it might be worth it to just
1: no because it's not a song he wouldn't have that sample registered with the like whatever organization like manages that and there's all the software that like looks for copyrighted material yeah his little sample for this beat competition wouldn't be in there it wouldn't be like in the registry but if it was found out years later or whatever yeah there could be a lawsuit on it like it's very remote chances but it's still something i have to like figure out
0: what you also could do, which is what you've told me about, is just taking Dropping out it that out. vocal. Yeah,
1: I thought about that, and I could maybe do that, but I built the whole thing around that vocal. So if I just mute it and think, all right, well, am I going to sing myself here? Am I going to hire another singer? Am I going to see if Brooke can write something for it and sing over it? But all the vibe and everything is derived from that. I have these multi-track things, like underneath the vocal, I've like done little MIDI fucking sampling of it yeah for like rhythm and whatever in the background it's like it's a whole fucking thing like built around it yeah so i want to start with seeing what i can do with making sure the vocals cleared seeing if i can flesh out the arrangement do a full song with it
0: okay then yeah that's your homework this week cool mine is to go and uh, bomb dope and be okay with it yeah
1: and be okay with it yeah. and i'll be there to watch you bomb yeah and remind you that it's all right
0: yeah thanks babe
1: oh general thoughts on the song i mean you say you liked it but
0: yeah it's very happy i feel like it's a really fun song to listen to when you're like with a bunch of friends and i liked that guitar in there yeah is that yeah. late comes in later
1: yeah it's at the end like i put it in at the end i was just like fucking around with soloing in the key yeah and, i like that yeah. that was
0: fun i'm interested to hear what it would sound like fully put together Yeah.
1: All right, i will try to finish. You know
0: what I pictured was just like in fucking Florida in some like outdoorsy margarita place. Yeah, that's the vibe I was like. And there's like mister's going, and I just fucking have a giant margarita with my friends. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Perfect, because that's that's exactly the vibe I'm trying to like. Yeah. You know, capture yeah. with that. And
0: yeah. me and my friends are just going. Let's just like show our tits. Yeah, dude, you know? I'm I'm
1: fucking high as a kite, dude. We're fucking Blue, get our tits this out. So- this, this song, song makes <laughs> me want to just
0: feel free. Pull my know? fucking tits out all day, dude. That's what this song- You're like, that's really where this came from. <laughs> yeah. Was I was just like thinking, how so can I get women to show, show us show, their, show their your- tits? Yeah, like, I need more
1: tits in my life, dude. How am I gonna do that? All right, okay, at, write a song that makes women at margaritaville when they've had a few too many. <gasps> uh, cool. All
0: right. So we are rolling up on the end here. This last segment that we have is something just kind of fun because Ryan's a very scientific kind of mind and i'm more spiritual even though ryan's pretty spiritual but
1: yeah nice he- nice to get that in before i could be like oh excuse me
0: but i like learning about science and stuff from him because he's always watching fucking lex friedman and
1: pbs Reagan, space time
0: fucking whatever his huh. name is
1: andrew huberman
0: andrew humor huberman huberman anthony humor Ben and <laughs> And I don't know, he's just always, like, blowing my mind with things that he's taken away from listening to these guys. So I thought it would be fun to have a segment where he kind of tells me about something new he's learned, and then I try to tie it into the whole episode.
1: Yeah. Some okay. kind of theme going. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah.
0: As a As a test. A test to my... Artistic creativity and ability to smooth words together to make sense. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> unlike this. <right laughs> I, <now>. Yeah. <laughs> you really need to get these reps in. So
1: <laughs> lucky for you, this first one will be pretty easy because it's okay. really on the fucking nose. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right, good.
1: I'm setting us up. I'm setting us up for success All out right. of the gate. Okay. Um, like I mentioned Earlier, it's kind of just in person before recording that I've been thinking a lot about something. I think it was last year I, you know, was really getting into listening to Andrew Huberman's like podcast. First, he was just a guest on a lot of stuff, then he came out with his own podcast. And for those who don't know, he's a neuroscientist, Uh, he's like a professor of. fucking shit at stanford (laughs) (laughs) and super great at like distilling things down and explaining them very like heavy-handed scientific stuff and he talks a lot about dopamine because he's a brain scientist and he has like very specialized knowledge in various areas but one of them is around dopamine and specifically how what we understand about dopamine as a neuro like modulator's not a neurotransmitter it's just differences which I won't get into mostly because I can't yeah but you know everyone has their sort of conception of what dopamine is like people talk about getting a hit of dopamine and like reward and stuff yeah right
0: like gossip right.
1: Yeah, that could be a dopamine hit if you like gossip. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, I thought I heard that. Like, that's why people gossip is because it creates dopamine.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't heard that. I mean, pretty much anything. Oh, it looks I guess like anything people else do.
0: Else is a science oh wow, yeah, you're.
1: Oh yeah, because you fucking <laughs> like to fucking gossip and think. Yeah, real groundbreaking. <laughs> Gossiping makes is pleasurable for people. Yeah, good job, babe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Although there is like an association to like pleasure and reward, it's not what people think of it as really. It's really an action chemical. It's, it's the reason you feel motivated or you crave something. And what he talks about, what he does a good job of doing is really giving you the whole context for what, that means and how you can really intervene in your life, being armed with the knowledge of your biology, you can make changes and intervene on that to get desirable results. And that applies generally with kind of anything in your body. But when it comes to like your brain and you're talking about something like dopamine, which is the linchpin of the the why you feel the way you do generally at all. It's very powerful if you can understand that and you know, manipulate it your own sort of neurobiology to your own benefit. So what's a way to do that? So Yeah,
0: like what's an example?
1: So one way to think of lack of motivation. We'll make motivation like I, would, the I, would, centerpiece, I love that. Yeah. Right? picture you're a generic person it could or even yourself feeling particularly low motivation you don't want to really do anything what it amounts to is because especially in our like modern day lives we have such easy and infinite access to instant gratification and pleasure seeking yeah so the a big one that people talk about a lot is like social media Right, and when you are just able to give yourself that stream of like pleasure constantly, yeah, it just fries out your dopamine circuitry, and, and you have no
0: like need to want to like
1: do anything,
0: strive for anything. Correct.
1: Wow. And at the same time, you might notice too, you'll if you're just infinitely scrolling social media you might actually even be fully aware and have the thought of like i'm not a, i don't even feel good right now right this isn't enjoyable yeah it completely like saturates your system and and, and now your threshold is higher yeah. in order to feel the same level of like reward and pleasure it's
0: like cocaine where you're like exactly you have that's to have a more huge more.
1: it's a, it's a perfect not even just an analog to that but as an example of like drug addiction yeah that is really what the play is on and as andrew huberman has phrased it a good way to describe addiction is an ever narrowing focus on what gives you pleasure and Mm -hmm. what you seek pleasure out of until like in a classic drug addiction scenario it becomes that one drug yeah because you're dopamine circuitry has just been reinforced and like that is the only thing that you care about now yeah now admittedly i wanted to go and brush up on the very real like sort of nitty-gritty specifics of like how you can apply what we know about the system to change your day-to-day life but what does this mean in like your everyday life and like practical life and it's really it comes down to. I <laughs> just farted. Oh, God, good thing the wrong side of the mic is facing my butt.
0: Your ass doesn't care about what you're saying. No,
1: it doesn't. Really, it comes because down to this. some fudge come out. Oh God,
0: pack it in, baby. Pack it in, pack it out. Sorry, Sorry. cheap shot. Continue. So, you're a fudge packer. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, keep going. I don't want it out. <laughs> no, you've, for real. You
1: fried my dopamine circuits, no, dude. No, keep going. Um, so comes down to essentially that you have to be willing to put in, like there's this dichotomy between pleasure and pain. Yeah. Essentially, right? And you have to put in like work and feel, uh, you know, distressed and challenged so that the reward at the end of it has really reinforces the dopamine that made you act in the first place. If you can figure that out and find that rhythm and cadence, then you'll just be set up for success. Mm. And we can go into specifics at another time of how we can apply that in our like daily lives. Yeah. But just really know I guess the the general thing to get a, across about it is that you know if you're feeling like you have low motivation it's hard to like do things understand that it is because of your brain chemistry it's probably has a lot to do with like your baseline dopamine levels and what you're doing on a day-to-day basis that influences where your dopamine levels are Mm. and there's all sorts of cool like science experiments and thing and like data that is like mind-blowing like here's one just as an example so one that just like sticks out in my mind that i was just looking at like an ice bath for example is i swear i'm gonna make this all make sense but if you sit, sit in like an ice bath for like three or five minutes or whatever it's like very uncomfortable very like uh Well, the dopamine levels in people's brains, per one study, maybe we can link to it or cite it if I go back and fetch it out. But like two, three hundred plus percent higher than their baseline after they're out of that, because the the response to being relieved of that, like pain and discomfort is like rewarding in and of itself. So like that's why. People do that because now they've been actioned to do that through the dopamine, the dopaminergic system. Yeah. When dopamine rises, it makes you act. It also is kind of released when you re- like feel pleasure and stuff, but you really actually, it tanks at that moment mm-hmm. of attainment. And what it is is now just set the neural pathways, reinforce the neural pathways to act in the way that you did to get that reward
0: so as soon as you get the reward your dopamine goes down you
1: crash yeah yeah and then and then so now the next time you're in the same situation or whatever because your dopamine it's now reinforced the dopamine circuitry so you'll it'll you'll have an influx of dopamine in, in your system yeah and you'll act you know again in the same way hoping to attain that like same reward and so how do you you can apply that so that you can do that writing every day, do that run every day, Yeah. you know, train for that marathon, fucking write that book by writing a page, you know. And so there's a whole huge world there to like inspect in your life and yourself on how you can take that knowledge of what your body is doing and make it work for you.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that totally ties in because it's like every time I get off stage it's this like rush of adrenaline and it feels great especially if I do well but it's so inconsistent that I bet if I was doing it every day I mean it would that's why it would make it much less difficult to keep doing
1: right right so that's the uh sort of science lesson and it'll be cool to like dig into this further yeah you know and we can like look at that yeah i feel
0: like we can keep finding stuff that if it's easier for you that applies to like science that applies to like performing and creativity and stuff yeah until you know you feel comfortable or want to talk about something different but i really like this i feel like it's a good starting point yeah perfect
1: little starting point yeah when we get around to like dude do like men's or women's farts stink the worst <laughs> and, er, why? and why and why what's the
0: chemical process and...
1: yeah
0: it's just... <laughs> <laughs> but it's giving me something to think about now going forward this week that maybe it will or won't help but it's definitely going to be on my mind as i think about getting up and doing this joke and it's like okay no matter how chicken shit i am it's like okay well if you just do it that's all you have to think about is just getting it done yeah because this isn't like it's a mic it's not like a netflix special so you're putting all this heavy weight on it that doesn't need to be there and it can make it a lot easier to just get your reps in you know it's just like going to the gym and so i'll keep that on my mind as i move forward just thinking no matter how much i want to like you know pussy out it's like well you go Do it this time it's gonna be easier next Time so what do you want you want it to be harder yeah, Next time yeah. or not yeah. and,
1: and part of it is and this is a thing Too as part of it is celebrating Milestones and victories but not Over celebrating yeah because you don't Want to you don't over celebrate and then Now that threshold is too high To feel like good So that you, you Just won't want to do the same activity Or that same like work again yeah. But you also want to give yourself that reward that affirms that the ac- the action and the activity that you took to receive a reward, which kind of goes into like my thinking of like, why does it feel, you know, part of my struggle is I feel like there's no reward mechanism. Yeah. So it's hard to feel like it's an infinite endless thing of activity that I'm trying to muster motivation to because I'm not getting like, feedback that re like just ingrains it yeah you know
0: that's hard and i mean it's it's one of the reasons why you know i'm rallying behind you because like i want you to feel support so that you keep doing it you know yeah yeah everybody needs that and you know the people that don't have it it's not like you can't do it but it's a lot harder and you know we're weak yeah so um
1: (laughs) We're weak people. We're, too, we're just like two dilapidated little posts that have to lean against each other and just hope that they can just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan just farted again.
1: I'm so sorry. It sounded like a
0: trumpet. Sneaking put that out. In your, yeah, we'll put
1: that in the mix.
0: Your, your first Spotify song. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just want to add to that where it's like, Every once in a while, because I do have connections, I'll get booked on a show that's a good show and I'll get off just feeling like so high because I'm like, man, I haven't I haven't had a good show in a long time. And then I think about going to a mic and I'm like, I'm not gonna get that yeah. at this mic. Right. You know? And right. so that's that's what's also going through my mind is like Right. It's not gonna feel as good as the shows that I know can give me that high. Yeah. You know, that's something else I can think about going forward is like, okay, acknowledge that this isn't going to be like a huge dopamine hit, but let it give you this kind of congratulations for taking the next step that you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I liked that one. Cool. Nice, nice pick. All right. We're going to close it up with a word of the day. Word of the day.
1: <laughs> Not even like a, using Ableton for fucking, those sound effects. Yeah, dude, that's all like that's my beatboxing talent, my natural <laughs> sound effect, foley. Fucking, what's the dude from like the like Spaceballs and shit? What was his name? That guy who does Never all the. Like he's in the police academy. Fucking, saw god damn it. it! What's his name? Yeah, I should shut up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm shutting up now. That's the door's closing <laughs> over my mouth.
0: <laughs> All right. So this is our word of the day: Aesthetic, ascetic. A s c e t i c. A formal word used to describe people or things that are markedly simple and restrained in appearance, manner, or attitude. Its original meaning, still in use, is practicing strict self-denial as a measure of personal and especially spiritual discipline, as in an ascetic monk. Oh. On her first visit to Colorado's great sand dunes, she immediately fell in love with her as- with their ascetic, windswept beauty. I don't really get that. A so, simple beauty. Yeah. But it also says st- strict self-denial.
1: Yeah, what did that... It, a measure Drew of personal, be, especially
0: yeah. spiritual discipline. Street.
1: I mean, that just applies to the monk, right? It's not the dunes that Sally likes in Toronto yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fuck.
0: His choice to lead an ascetic lifestyle was at first in defiance of the conspicuous consumption of modern society, but it had the added wow. benefit of bringing him greater... Great inner peace. What the I, fuck kind of
1: is there a whole like book uh, for this word of the day sentence uh, on?
0: Damn, I don't know. I did not emotion. understand that sentence at all. Did you?
1: No, no I, I'm not. I don't remember what it is. I probably did, but I don't remember what it is. It was too. Fuck. I, I was like thinking about I'm, how to judge it so quickly. Yeah because it seems too many big
0: words and we haven't had enough word of the day is for me to understand that (laughs) sentence
1: (laughs) no and i can't stop thinking aesthetic when i when i hear it so then so the my brain has to keep like recalibrating like stop thinking it's that word stop you stop thinking it's that word it's kind of like
0: aesthetic it's like the aesthetic of aesthetic is simple
1: oh And I told you I was going to go meta (laughs) today. All
0: right. Let's both use it in a sentence. All right. My brain is ascetic in that I don't have many thoughts (laughs) like right now.
1: It's quality over quantity. (laughs) We're with you. Neither. This
0: simple is ascetic.
1: This this what?
0: This sentence is ascetic
1: sure that works because it's simple yeah but it also means okay so
0: and it's also aesthetic because uh, I am not smart so I hate myself for not being able to think of anything better
1: oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your turn
1: how do I top that uh, you can't. yeah no I think I need uh, my approach to making music could probably benefit from being more aesthetic. Mm. I, I've thought a lot about how, you know, pairing everything down, not trying to do too much. Really just if you can make something good with minimal pieces, mm. which people do, then like try that.
0: Okay, let me apply it more to comedy since you did that so beautifully, and now I feel even more aesthetic. <sighs> Hurry
1: up, cause I have to pee. Okay. And fart again. <laughs> I am
0: going to work to make my jokes aesthetically pleasing. That's
1: that's the different aesthetic. That's aesthetic.
0: Because the whole thing about writing jokes is to use as little as words possible to get your point across. Yeah. So I'm going to write my jokes, with aesthetic purpose
1: yeah there you go cool
0: i don't know if that's a correct way to use that word but on that i i will say we're out yeah i hope you guys have an aesthetic week
1: yeah work on that dopamine management dude
0: and share with us your quitting stories yeah if you feel so inclined follow us on instagram at don't quit your day job pod cool. and shoot us an email
1: or it's, shoot me in the face with a gun. Or shoot Ryan. So I don't have to do all the things that I need to do to achieve my dreams. Yeah, baby.
0: I mean, that would be much simpler. But in the meantime, you can email us at <laughs> <laughs> don'tquitpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at don'tquitpod.
1: We probably won't even need to since Twitter's going to fucking go bankrupt with Elon Musk running it right now.
0: Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.
1: Bye-bye.